As a business and leadership mentor, wife, and mom, I know that building a legacy business as a high-performing female entrepreneur can be overwhelming when you play many demanding roles in your life. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a powerful, high performer in your career, plus enjoy a fulfilling marriage and be a great mom all at the same time. Join me and my guests every week to get the inside scoop on what it really looks like to build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Good day, good day. It's Megan Huber and my incredible biz bestie and counterpart, Nikki Nash. What's up, Nikki? Hey, Megan. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's good to see you. I love that I get to see you every day of my life, pretty much. True story. Same. (laughs) Often in person. Pretty much. Well, Nikki and I wanted to hop on because we have been having so many conversations with women entrepreneurs who have families, and they're all pretty much coming to us and saying the same thing. How do I build my business to the next level or get to a place where I can scale my business without completely ruining my personal life, my home life, my family life? I know you and I, Nikki, we have felt that way too. We are women who absolutely love the work that we get to do in the world. I I love working. Nikki, I know you love to work. It's, it, you know, Sean, my husband will tell you, Brighton will tell you, like, it's, it's, it's not rare for me to do some work on a weekend or do some work one night when I'm in a really busy season because I love it so much. I love the craft. I love honing the craft. I love working with people. I love seeing the transformation. Both of us do. And sometimes we can, we can kind of create this model and create this business that really does almost do the opposite of why we started our business in the first place. And I remember when I first got into entrepreneurship, it was nearly 13 years ago. I was a career high school teacher in my 20s, thought I was going to do that the rest of my life, thought I was going to become a principal. Brighton, who's now 13, came along. I came home, didn't go back to the classroom. To be very honest, was bored out of my mind being home. And I was like, I've got to lead. I have to create. I have to innovate. And that's when I first started a business when she was an infant in a car seat and I would take her everywhere with me. But the reason why I left the classroom is because I was working 70 to 80 hours a week. And I was like, if I'm going to have a kid, I don't want her to just go to daycare all day. And I wanted freedom and I wanted impact and I wanted to make a mark and I wanted to make a difference. And I believe that's why so many of us previously left a nine to five career because we wanted to have more freedom. Then we put together this business and we have structures and we have programs and we have all the marketing and the sales and all the moving parts and pieces of a business. And we look at our lives one day when we finally pick our heads up and we're like, wow, kids are five years older. I'm older. I've kind of let myself go a little bit. I call it when we sit in our office chair too much. We have office chair, you know what, back there because it's like flat with the boot because we're working so much and it starts to erode all the areas of our life. And it's like, but I started this to create a life of more freedom and impact. And I've backed myself into up against the wall where I've kind of created a scenario where I don't really have that. So where do I go from here? And that's when a lot of folks come to us. It's like, I've built it. It's working. What I built is working. It's generating income. It's good. Got a good life over here. Don't have complaints. But where do I go from here? Because I don't know how I'm going to 
do anything different, create a different model, move into a different direction with the way I do marketing and sales because I've got proof this is working, but I can't do this any longer in this way. What are your thoughts, Nikki? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I'm so in alignment with you. And for those of you who know me, know that I do not have children yet. Um, It is something that I am very passionate about bringing into my life. Um, And I'm very clear that I'm going to be an older parent. And for a long time, my business was designed in such a way that if I stopped working, money would stop coming in, right? And there are so many people who have maybe even gone through that. We have clients who have said, hey, I just had another child. I had to work less. My income went down. And so for a lot of particularly women entrepreneurs, often if you have a family or loved ones, you sit down and you try to figure out, okay, well, how do I make this business work? How do I have it bring in the income that I would love for it to bring in, but without sacrificing time? And when I tell you we have clients that are like, I can work from 10 to 2 most days or four days a week, that's not uncommon. Or people who are like, I can essentially work part-time in my business, but I need a full-time plus income. And so one of the gifts that Megan and I have is really being able to sit down and look at some core areas of your business to make that a reality. Because, you know, I remember when I was getting started and I feel like the messaging was the same uh, for you, Megan, even though you started a little bit before I did, where it was like, work from anywhere, like build your business basically on the beach and margaritas and stuff. And it's like, no, I don't need to build my business on the beach. I live in Florida. We live by the beach. Like if I want to take, I don't want to have my laptop on the beach. (laughs) I don't want to. What I want is to be able to work very specific hours um, or a very specific amount of time and be able to truly enjoy time with those that I love the most. And so um, if this resonates with you, if you're feeling it, if you're like, heck yeah, let us know in the comments, give us a heck yeah, I feel that. Let us know what your desires are um, because I think it's so important to not only communicate them and share them out into the world, but for other people to see that they're not alone um, in having these desires and these dreams and and these wishes. Yeah. You know, when we work with folks in any capacity, one of the first areas that we want to get to know you more in is how much time do you have available or how much time do you desire to have available based on the season that you're in in your business? And I remember uh, we were in a session with a client uh, not too long ago, and she came to us. Uh, she has two young children, both under the age of five. And in order for us to figure out, you know, what do we want to do differently with your offers in terms of how you're delivering them or how they're structured or the fulfillment of, of those? How many clients do you desire to work with? And and how do we structure your marketing and how do we structure your sales process? There's so many different options. There really are. However, we want to make sure that it fits into your lifestyle. Um, and this particular person had two young children. We asked her, okay, well, when do you have a caregiver? How many hours a week? What days of the week? And it was very obvious. It was very clear to us. She had about 25 hours, maybe 30 tops to work with. And there were certain days or certain hours of the day where kids are napping, she can work. And she came to us, quite frankly, working a lot of nights and working a lot of weekends. I, you know, both of us have had other people where they literally will say to us, I just want to be able to eat dinner every night with my family. And I want to be able to go to my kids' soccer games on Saturday. But right now that's not happening because in order for me to fulfill what I've sold and to keep up with the income that that's coming in, I 
have to, or I think I have to work all the time. And oftentimes, number one, it's just getting really, really clear on what do you desire in terms of the way you, you want to live your life? What does your life look like? What does your family dynamic look like? When do you want to have time off? Do you want to have time off when your kids are out of school in the summer? Do you want to be off the days that your kids are out of school? Do you want to have the holidays off? Do you want to take Fridays off? Because we can map out a business model that fits into that. But you've got to be very clear on that. What do you want to say about the offer piece, Nikki? Because that's one of the first places that we will make some tweaks and make some shifts in someone's business. Once once we get really clear on on everything I just said, we want to take a look at that business model and this, or the offer and the structure of it, the delivery of that. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing when it comes to offers, particularly with folks that we speak to, there are a couple of things that may come up from a challenge perspective. One often is that people have way too many offers. Um, and with that, too many target audiences, right? So they're like trying to market too many different things to too many different people. And the reality is, is when you really break it down and look at the data and this real talk was me the first year of my business. I was, I realized that I had a number of things I was trying to sell, but there were one, maybe two things that were bringing in all the money. So it's like, well, then why am I wasting my time, energy and effort doing all of these other things just because I felt like I needed it? Right. And so part of it is really streamlining especially your front-end offers, I think it's totally fine to have things that you sell to existing clients, but really getting clear on what is it that you want to go to market with and talk about over and over and over again and bring people into. And so I think part of it is very much streamlining those offers. But the other big, big piece of that is not delivering stuff that isn't your jam and expertise, right? So many times we're speaking to people and they're like, well, I can do this. So I added into my business model a while ago. And it's like, that's cool, but what do you actually love doing? What can you do in your sleep? What can you uh, literally deliver upon without feeling any sort of stress or resistance or anything along those lines? And when you are able to focus on you know, your God-given gifts, right, or the gifts and skills that you've developed over time and really double down on that from an offering perspective, it makes so much of your like so many things in your business easier, not just your ability to bring in people into your offering, but to have offers that you can then charge more for, that you can then um, need fewer clients in order to hit your revenue goals. And so just those two things alone, like doing less, right? Having less offers and doubling down on your true expertise and what you really can sell to people are probably the two biggest things when it comes to offers. Yeah. And, and I'll add to that too. I know in my career being a business owner, there have been times where I've, I've had to really take a look internally and ask myself some key questions. And one of those questions I've always had to reevaluate with myself and the way I had structured a business model was looking at the way in which I was working with people. And it was asking myself the question, in what way can I work with people so that it lends itself to my clients getting the absolute best result? Is that a course? Is that a group program? Is that a certification? Is that one-on-one? Is that VIP days? Is that consulting? Like, what does that dynamic look like? And that is, that's been a really helpful question for me because sometimes what will, what will happen to any of us, we're all susceptible to this, is we're watching what everybody else is doing online and we're watching who's making all the money and what are they doing and, and what are their offer structures and how many different offers do they have? And what are the different kinds of offers that they have? 
Then we tell ourselves in our mind, well, I have to do it that way because that must be the way that you do it so that it makes money. And sometimes we kind of shove ourselves into this box of what worked for someone else. And maybe they are getting really great results for their clients. But is that the the most optimal way for you to support clients based on your strengths, your skills, your craft, your skill set, like what's in your wheelhouse? Or are you just doing it as a means to, but I've got to make money? And oftentimes, I think that's where a lot of our decision-making is made in the beginning of developing our offers. Let's be real. I did it too. It's like, we all know what the fastest way to grow is in the very beginning. And I remember when I came back into my business in 2017, after I'd helped someone else build their coaching empire for four years, I come back, you know, come out of the block, come out of the races, had left a multiple, like a six-figure job. And and that was done. That was over. I wasn't getting paychecks anymore. So in my mind and looking at my bank account, it's like, well, I've got to make money and I've got to make money as quickly as I can, but not just like little bits and pieces of money that's $49 or $1,500 here and there. I needed to make multiple five figures in a, in a very short period of time. And I remember back then in 2017, in January, my goal was $60,000 and I wanted to reach that within within, I think it was like 90 days. I ended up doing it in 45 days. You know how I did that? One-on-one. It was one-on-one because I needed less volume of people to say yes. I could charge more for it, but guess what? I hit my max capacity with my time, which meant I couldn't bring on any more clients and I could not generate any new revenue by May of that year. So by the time my business was five months old, I was tapped out. I was capped out. And I remember looking at my coach at the time. I was working with Adam Rabansky and I was in a group style program. And I was like, and it was sort of like competition based and I like to win. And I was like, how am I going to make any more money? You took that same program too, Nikki. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? I can't sell anything else. I can't, because if I go sell more one-on-one, I'm literally delivering on Saturday or I'm literally delivering at seven o'clock at night. What am I going to do? And that was a pivotal moment for me because I had to shift my business model. I had to shift the way I was working with people. Now, if I didn't have a mentor and a coach at the time, I don't, I don't know what I would have done because I, I remember back then I was freaking out because I knew what was making me money. And that's really scary to shift the offers and shift the business model sometimes because you've got the evidence of what made the money, but you know, you can't keep going on that way. And then it's like, okay, well, what do I do? And if I shift my business model and I have different offers, then you get freaked out by the marketing because like, oh my gosh, am I going to have to do like funnels and tunnels and webinars and ads and all these things, which back then I was like, I didn't want any part of that. I think for so many people, we, in my experience of of coaching like hundreds of people, it's easy to get caught up in and believe the messaging that's out there that says that there is really kind of like one way to do business or like a right way to do business, or Mm -hmm. this is what worked for me and this is exactly what's going to work for you sort of messaging. And I think where you and I have always been so aligned is that we don't believe there's one path to success. In fact, what worked for someone else may not work for you and likely won't because you don't have the same um, skills necessarily, the same capacity. You have no idea if you have the same like bank account, right? Like I remember a mentor that we both had at one point essentially shared to me when I was asking about how they grew their business, they're like, oh, I reinvested everything back into the business so that I could grow. 
right? So like every dollar then went back in for ads or different things like that. And I'm like, okay, cool. But then how did you pay yourself? And they're like, oh, I didn't because I had a spouse who was making good money and I'm single and that doesn't work for me. So like everything they were teaching was great in theory, but I wasn't going to get the same results as they were because they were literally set up differently than I was. They had different um, needs, different capacities, different resources, right? And so what it really comes down to is truly understanding what your resources are, what your capacity is and what your desires are, and then creating a pathway to get there that makes sense based off of the offer that you're delivering, based off of the audience and honestly market positioning that you're going to take in the marketplace. Like what are you going to use to differentiate yourself? And then more specifically, how are you then going to bridge the gap between the two, right? Like get your offer to the right person with the right positioning in such a way that they're a heck yeah and they're converting. And when you're able to do that and then also kind of like deliver it in such a way that doesn't take up all your time, that's what really sets you up for success. Mm -hmm. And I think so often people get stuck into the, this is the way that I have to do it because this course or person or such and such told me, or it's the way I've always been doing things. And so if you're at a point in your business where you're like, hey, I've gotten results, but I can't grow because I don't have any more time, then it's not that what got you there didn't work to get you where you're at. It's just that it's not going to continue to work to get you where you want to go next. And where you want to go next might be more money. It might be same money, less time. It might be um more money, less time. You know, it might be more money, okay, with more time or more money, more team. It, it really depends on what your desire is. But you have to get really clear on what your desire is, what your capacities are, what your resources are, and then have a game plan and a strategy that aligns all of those things. Uh, not just, oh, Susie over here made billions of dollars. Let me follow the Susie method. Yeah. And it just so happens Nikki and I are, we're so excited. We are hosting a workshop in February that starts on, I believe, February the 6th called the business model makeover. Um, because like we've both said, the very first thing that we look at, I mean, in the history of us working with hundreds and hundreds and combined thousands of clients over the last decade plus, that's one of the first areas we want to take a look at because more than likely, if you are running on fumes or you aren't able to have dinner with your family or you aren't able to enjoy a full weekend or you're cracking open your laptop on, you know, three nights out of the week for two or three hours just to keep up with the business that you've built, more than likely we want to, you've got some capacity issues, right? So you've maxed out your energy, you've maxed out your time, you've maxed out your earning potential. So we want to take a look at what inside the business model more than likely needs to shift from an offer perspective, a marketing strategy perspective, and a sales process perspective. Because as your offer shift, more than likely, and you know, more than likely your marketing strategy and your sales process is going to have to shift along with it so that they are in alignment. Because the way that you market one program may not be the way that you market market a different type of program. Or maybe the way you're currently doing marketing, it is boots on the ground and it's a lot of manual labor and it's requiring a lot of your time. Maybe we need to look at some marketing strategies or sales processes that aren't taking a lot of your time, effort, energy, and, and active participation in order to make that happen. And there's just so many opportunities out there uh, that can work for you. So we are hosting the Business Model Makeover. It's a three-day workshop, about an hour of your time each day. 
We'll have a private Facebook group. We will have some bonus sessions. We also have a VIP Q&A level that you can also get access to on those three days, February 6th, 7th, and 8th. Uh, we will drop a link in the comments below so that you can go ahead and grab that. Uh, we would love to have you there if what we're saying really resonates with you and you're like, hey, it's 2024. The way I did 2023, it was awesome. It was amazing. It's brought a lot of clients into my life. It brought money into my life. It brought more confidence into my life. And I know this year, I don't want to repeat last year in the same way that I did. There's got to be some new, better, different, exciting ways to execute inside my business. So I'm not giving my family or even myself the leftovers or the crumbs uh, because that just becomes a perpetuating cycle for itself unless we make some changes. Absolutely. And so for those of you that are really looking for 2024 to be your best year yet and to see that sort of transformation where you're able to um, grow your business with less time and really focus on the capacity and energy that you have so that you can dedicate it to the areas of your life that m- matter most to you, uh, definitely click the link that we're going to put in the comments below uh, and sign up for the Business Model Makeover. It's incredibly affordable. I believe it's $47 for the uh, master uh, the workshop. And then if you want VIP, it ends up being $197. And it's something that uh, we are literally delivering to you what we have uh, done with our VIP clients, with people in our community. And we're really just doing it in a uh, group personalized setting versus having us uh, doing it for you, so to speak. So it's definitely something that I wish existed when I was going through this myself. And so we would love to see you there. Amazing. All right, click that link and we will see you at the Business Model Makeover. Thank you so much for tuning into the Built to Last show. If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.